Toby Brown, thanks for joining me today. Thanks very much for the invitation. I'm a little confused. How does a galaxy get killed or, or die, as the case may be? What we're looking at is in the most extreme regions of the universe, when we say galaxies are being killed, we know that galaxies are huge collections of gas, stars, dark matter, and, of course, planets. They're the universe's star factories, okay? They convert gas into stars. And they have a life cycle. This is where the analogy of them being killed comes in. Galaxies are born, they grow up through forming stars, and they die when their star formation is shut off. The problem is that we don't know yet the precise mix of relevant phenomena that drives these galaxies to stop forming stars. So one of the best places to study this problem is in galaxy clusters. And these are the most extreme regions of the universe. They're collections of thousands of galaxies. And when you have that many galaxies together, you of course have extreme mass. And when you have lots of mass, you have lots of gravity. And that gravity accelerates the galaxies and also the, the plasma uh, with in between the galaxies to very high speeds. And in fact, the plasma can uh, go very close to the speed of light. And what that does is it superheats this plasma. And so they're this incredibly hot, sort of inhospitable environment for galaxies to live in. And so if we're interested in the processes that kill galaxies or shut off their star formation, by looking at these extreme regions, we're looking at the place in the universe where these processes are really dialed up to 11. And so this is what, as an astronomer, um, I am doing. I'm actually leading a large team of people to try and understand with new observations how galaxies shut off their star formation. Well, just as a, a point there, how far out are we talking from, from where we are? We're talking, in astronomical terms, relatively close. Because it, in the same way that if you want to have a good look at something here on Earth, it's best to go right up close to it. What we have done, obviously, we can't get any closer to these galaxies, so we pick the nearest example. And so we have chosen... a galaxy cluster called the Virgo cluster, and it's our nearest massive galaxy cluster. It contains, roughly speaking, a thousand galaxies or so, and it's been mapped by telescopes around the world and in space in extraordinary detail. But we were missing one crucial piece of the puzzle, how we can understand how these galaxies shut off their star formation. And so the piece of the puzzle that we were missing is that the gas that is forming these stars. So by taking the world's most advanced telescope and we observe the, the gas that forms stars in the same way uh, that if you want to know why your car has stopped working, you check the fuel tank and you check the engine. That's exactly what we're doing with galaxies. By doing so, we're trying to pin down the different processes that shut off their star formation or, or kill these galaxies. And the two main culprits for killing a galaxy in these extreme regions are called ram pressure stripping and, rather morbidly, starvation. So ram pressure stripping is, is one of the most extreme and, and violent ways you can kill a galaxy. It's when the, the 
the interaction between the gas within the galaxy that goes to form these stars and the hot plasma that I was talking about before that sits outside of the galaxy in the surrounds of this galaxy cluster, the, the interaction is so strong that the, the plasma acts like this uh, ginormous cosmic broom that sweeps through the galaxy, removing the gas and therefore shutting off any potential for forming new stars. Now, on the flip side, I mentioned earlier that galaxy clusters are extremely hot. And if you're in a very hot region of the universe and you're a galaxy trying to form your stars, you, of course, use up some of your gas, your, your lifeline, your fuel supply, in forming these stars. And yet you, you expect and you want it to be replaced by gas that cools and condenses, much like clouds condense and rain falls on the Earth, while gas condenses and cools onto galaxies. But if they're in a very extreme region where the universe is very hot, that gas cannot cool. So you are literally shutting off the gas supply to these galaxies. And that's where we get this term starvation or, or strangulation. Um, and so we really want to understand how these processes combine together to influence how galaxies are both evolving and then ultimately dying. Because if you, a galaxy is a very large uh, object. Uh, to shut off a galaxy and stop it forming stars is a, is a hell of an undertaking. And so we really want to study the physics behind how you actually do that. But when you're talking about galaxy, you're talking, I mean, the Earth is part of a solar system, which is uh, this collection of planets, and it's, it's one solar system in thousands, millions, in the galaxy that we know as the Milky Way. Is that correct so far? Exactly. So people often ask, why should they care? It seems a bit esoteric. Well, ultimately, we as, as people are wound up in the history of these galaxies. We're, we're particularly wound up in the history of our own galaxy, the Milky Way. And so if we want to understand uh, how we got here, we have to understand how the Milky Way and other galaxies evolved. And so we have perhaps on average one planet sitting around uh, every star in the Milky Way. And we think there are around 100 billion stars in the Milky Way. And there are another 100 billion other galaxies. So just like biologists want to study biological evolution, astronomers like me study galaxy evolution to clarify our galaxy's place in the universe. And thus, what we're actually doing is clarifying our own place in the universe. So is the Milky Way uh, itself, this, this gigantic galaxy that we know of, is it part of a galaxy cluster? And if that's the case, are you saying that sometimes something comes along and wipes out the entire cluster of galaxies, which would be billions and billions of planets kind of thing? So the Milky Way is, is part of what's known as a galaxy group. The galaxy uh, cluster environment is relatively rare, and it's rare because it's, it's extreme. It's the most massive collection of galaxies uh, we know in the universe. So from the clusters into groups, and groups are tens of galaxies or so, anything down to just two. And the Milky Way actually lives 
in one of these groups. And so rather than uh, facing the, the fate of the galaxies that we're observing with this large uh, program, what the, will happen with the Milky Way is it's actually destined to collide into its nearest, most massive neighbor, which is the Andromeda galaxy, uh, in around four or five billion years' time. But it's a long way off, so we don't have to worry about that quite yet. As a final thought, Toby Brown, then, what have you learned about the formation and life and death of, of galaxies and so on? Well, what we're, we're really looking to do is to start understanding how the engine room of galaxies work. And of course, we are making progress, but this is a, an ongoing and very lively field where we we make new discoveries each year, and there is every time we make a discovery, there is new ground to be broken. So I guess that's the, the big takeaway, is that this is deeply connected to our own origins and uh, understanding our own place in the cosmos, but also that that is an ongoing process rather than something in which there is an end goal uh, to be concluded. Toby Brown, thank you very much for this. Thank you very much. I appreciate that.